Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Walking on Water. Let's pray. Father, we come today full of praise and thanksgiving. You're such a good, merciful God, and your mercies are new each and every day. We're so thankful we come ready for your word. Teach us, Father, today through your word to be more like you. We choose to believe in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks are going to talk today about this topic, Walking on Water. My friends, that may sound like a funny title, but have we recently asked God to do a hard thing? Maybe walking on water may be a stretch for us, but what is the last hard thing we ask God to do? Let's start today in Mark chapter 9, verses 20 through 27 in the Amplified Bible. 20, they brought the boy to him. When the demonic spirit saw him, immediately it threw the boy into a convulsion, and falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. 21, Jesus asked the father, How long has this been happening to him? And he answered, Since childhood. My friends, you could say this is a difficult situation for the dad. This has been happening for many, many years to his child. 22, the demon has often thrown him both into fire and into water, intending to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. 23, Jesus said to him, you say to me, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. 24, immediately the father of the boy cried out with a desperate, piercing cry, saying, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. 25, when Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering around them, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. 26, after screaming out and throwing him into a terrible convulsion, it came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse, so still and pale, that many of the spectators said, he is dead. My friends, sometimes it looks like God didn't fix the thing we wanted help with, but we have to keep our switch of faith turned on. Verse 27 says, but Jesus took him by the hand and raised him, and he stood up. Folks, Jesus told this father, all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me, of course, trusting in Jesus. Notice that Jesus didn't say some things or the simple things or the moderately difficult things. No, Jesus said to this man, and he's saying to all of us, all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in Jesus Christ. Now let's go to Joshua chapter 14 and starting in verse 9. So Moses swore an oath to me on that day, saying, Be assured that the land on which your foot has walked will be an inheritance to you and to your children always, because you have followed the Lord my God completely. 10. And now look, the Lord has let me live, just as he said these 45 years since the Lord spoke this word to Moses, when Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now look at me. I am 85 years old today. 11, I am still as strong today as I was the day Moses sent me. As my strength was then, so is my strength now for the war, for the going out and coming in. 
12, So now give me this hill country about which the Lord spoke that day, for you heard on that day that the giant-like Anakim were there with great fortified cities. Perhaps the Lord will be with me, and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. 13a, So Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb. Folks, notice, Caleb followed the Lord God completely. We can't half-heartedly serve God and then try to ask him for a difficult thing. And notice, he was 85 years old and still as strong as he was 45 years prior to that. See, we could say in the natural, that's impossible. Well, that'd be a hard thing, wouldn't it? But he went for the best country on the hill where the giants hung out, and God blessed him with that land. He believed in a hard thing, and God blessed him. Now, 2 Kings 2, in the Amplified Bible, verse 1, When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were traveling from Gilgal. Now, verse 4, Elijah said to him, Elijah, please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. My friends, this is a parallel for us. See, he wouldn't leave Elijah, and we can't leave the Lord. We have to keep our focus on the Lord. Five, the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho approached Elijah and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take your master away from you today? And he answered, Yes, I know it. Be quiet about it. Six, Elijah said to him, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Verse 8, And Elijah took his mantle, coat, and rolled it up and struck the waters, and they were divided this way and that. So the two of them crossed over on dry ground. 9, And when they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elijah, Ask what I shall do for you before I am taken from you. And Elijah said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. 10. He said, You have asked for a difficult thing. However, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. My friends, what a great parallel to our relationship with Jesus Christ. If we keep our focus on him, have faith and trust in him, he can do anything. And Elijah asked for a very difficult thing because Elijah did some amazing things in his ministry and he asked for a double portion of that and he received it. Now let's go to Acts chapter 27 in the Amplified. 14, but soon afterward a violent wind called Irquola, a nor'easter, a tempestuous windstorm like a typhoon, came rushing down from the island. Now down to verse 21. After they had gone a long time without food because of seasickness and stress, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have followed my advice and should not have set sail from Crete and brought on this damage and loss. 22. But even now, I urge you to keep up your courage and be in good spirits because there will be no loss of life among you, but only loss of the ship. 23, for this very night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood before me, 24, and said, Stop being afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar, 
and behold, God has given you the lives of all those who are sailing with you. 25, so keep up your courage, men, for I believe God and have complete confidence in him that it will turn out exactly as I have been told. 26, we must run the ship aground in some island. Down to verse 31, Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men remain on the ship, you cannot be saved. Folks, notice Paul wholly trusted in the Lord. He said that all the men would be saved. And God stood for those men. He stood for a great miracle. He asked the Lord for a hard thing, and it was done. My friends, we all have to choose. Will we ask for the Lord just simple things? Or will we increase our faith and put more faith out there for more and more difficult things, great things that God can do so we can be a greater blessing to the body of Christ? I'm encouraging you, encouraging myself today, Let's ask for the difficult things and build our faith and be a greater blessing. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you're a good God and you can do great miracles. We choose, Father, to put our faith out for great miracles. And Father, we know that you'll help us to achieve those because you're a great God and a merciful, loving God. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at Celebrate Jesus Ministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.